Hello, everyone, and welcome to Monty and Mickey, the Geek Pop Culture Podcast. Uh, we've got another shorty for you. I think this is this two in a row, Mickey. Are we are we uh, slacking? Two shorties? I, mean, I thought we did a long one. A longie? I, th- <laughs> longie? I thought we did a longie. I, I don't even remember what the last one was on. Yeah, I think. <laughs> wow. We're attentive it's... and we're focused. That's all that matters. We're prepared. Yeah. We're prepared here. What podcast is this again? Who am I talking to? Where this am I? Is Why Badger. are you in my bedroom? Oh. Badger Bazaar. <laughs> I love the way a murderer in Cali Hessen. <laughs> nice. That you was my listening. best attempt. That was my best attempt at your intro. Just means so. you've been listening, man. That's cool. Oh, yeah. Every episode. That's cool. Me this too. is a good spot to plug it. Yeah, it is. Yeah, right. Badger Bazaar. If you haven't, you haven't uh, heard it yet. Go check it out. It's Mickey's other podcast. Yeah, with some other buddy. Yeah, we gotta. If he gets if he gets any bigger, I'm gonna I'm not gonna be able to afford him anymore. Oh, he's gonna oh, have yeah. a contract. He's gonna have. So. That's why I live my from by myself because I knew this was coming and I need room for my ego. Right. Yeah. I've been preparing always... for this for you almost need... twenty years. I've been preparing you, for that. You need. That's for sure. Yeah. So yeah, well, that's. We should put this conversation on the shelf with a like ran alongside of it. <laughs> Anyways, uh, so yes, we're going to be doing a shorty today. Uh, happy holidays, Merry Christmas, Happy Kwanzaa, Happy uh, Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving, Happy Thanksgiving. Um, I'm sure I offended somebody. Shit, uh, uh, Kwanzaa, ha- Hanukkah, Hanukkah, um, <laughs> Feliz Navidad, and Happy Festivus. Happy Festivus, Festivus for the rest of us. Um, so we're uh, we're going to be covering. Uh, a, a, a twist on a classic uh, called Spirited. Um, With two huge, huge comedic stars that I th- I'm pretty sure everybody loves them. If they don't, I don't want to know these people. Right. There's, uh, yeah, two, I mean, they got, a, they got a good cast, but yes, the, the two stars being Will Ferrell as the ghost of Christmas present, and we find out later, was actually Ebenezer Screws while he was alive. Yep. Um, and then Ryan Reynolds as a character Who? called. Oh, he's my man crush. I, I oh. may have mentioned that once or twice before when I talk about Deadpool every chance I get. So do you relate to the Ghost of Christmas Present? Then is basically what you're yeah, saying. Pretty much, yeah, yeah. That's why. Yeah. Um, he plays a character called Clint Briggs. Um, so, and Octavia Spencer. Yes, Octavia Spencer, who's an amazing actress in her own right. Yes. Actually, she's done some really good serious roles and she's even done yes. some comedic roles so she's she's great um patrick page as marley uh let's see sunuta sunita manny as cast <laughs> lauren g woods is yet to come the actual this is this is great because <laughs> tracy morgan's so short but they wanted his voice but they couldn't have him in the suit because he's too short. Right. Lauren Woods in the suit with Tracy Morgan's voice. It was, it was just great. It was just that, that alone was just so funny. But anyway, so those are like the top, you know, main, main guys. Um, so we're talking about spirited. It's uh it's a, uh, God, how do, how do you describe this movie? It's a, let's see. I'm, 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 I'm actually prepared this time. I'm on IMDB. It's, oh, I thought you were going to say you're on something else. Not yet. Give me a couple weeks. I'm, I'm prepared. I'm on acid. Um, a musical version 
this is straight from IMDb, so this isn't uh, this isn't just me pulling it's this out of Wiki- my butt. And it's not Wikipedia, so we can trust it. Yes, a musical version of Charles Dickens' story of a miserly misanthrope who is taken on a magical journey. <laughs> I don't even know what those words mean, but. It's basically Sounded like you were having a slurring stroke for God's sake. It's it's basically it's basically uh, Christmas Carol, but they broke the fourth wall and they put comedy in it. But it's, it's also a musical. a musical. A lot, a lot going on in this movie, and there's um, a big time spin at the end that you that you yes. don't necessarily see in any of the other Christmas stories. Christmas Carol stories. There we go. Yes. No. This is um. This is far and away the most and you in in, go back and listen to our we have a christmas carol uh episode in the catalog so go back and listen to that uh especially this time of year uh i i don't i don't know how the audio quality was back then because it's always whenever you go back in the catalog it's always playing roulette and what's a mystery um audio you're getting but that's I think that favorite, was a good episode. That's, that's your favorite Christmas movie, right? So we really put ourselves into that one. Yeah, yeah. That that and obviously It's a Wonderful Life. But right. we did an entire episode on just A Christmas Carol because there's been so many versions of it. Yep. I mean, it's it's like this. Um, I don't even know how to describe it. So many. I mean, you've got between it between the premise for It's a Wonderful Life and the premise for A Christmas Carol. Almost every. Every. You know, I, I, there's so many adaptations Genre. of that idea of one, you're visited by spirits to change the type of person you are, or two, your life is completely changed and you were never born or something changed and now you get to appreciate why you live the way that you do or the life that you have. So those two, especially at Christmas time, obviously, like they those are I would say you're going to find something with that. Uh, stereotypes? I don't know. The... I don't know. But anyway, so, Spirited. <laughs> Apple TV original. Like we said, Will Ferrell, Ryan, Ryan Reynolds. Um, essentially... that was it, it was never in theaters, right? Yes, it was. It was. Oh, okay. It was. Yep. Okay. Yep. It, it was. It was in theaters. I think it came out the same time though as it went out at Apple TV. Okay. I believe oh, so. both then at the same time. Okay. Got yeah. It. Yep. So, um, but yeah. So it, it, it's pretty close. I mean, you have a lot of the same things that you'd see in a, in a normal Christmas Carol adaptation. It's difference, I would say. So you have the three spirits and Marley. But the biggest difference is, is they treat it as like a business. Like the ghosts are in the business of changing people and changing their hearts. And I think that that kind of almost like fourth wall breaking, peel back the curtain with the man behind the curtain kind of thing. That I think is was the biggest uh, variance compared to other ones. Would you agree, well, yeah, Mickey? Yeah, I, I would say, yeah, that just like you said. They normally they change people's lives and they, they remind them of what Christmas is all about and all that stuff. But in this case, they wanted to find the hardest case, to, the hardest nut to crack because right. they wanted to challenge themselves for whatever reason. I think another twist that we'll, we'll get more into later on is how uh, Ryan Reynolds, who was the guy that they came to haunt, ended up taking over for the ghost of Christmas, uh, which what ghost of Christmas present. 
that yep. Will Ferrell was playing. Right. He ended up taking over his job at the end of yes. the movie. And Will Ferrell's character was allowed to go back to his life. So that was a different spin you don't normally see either. Right. Oh, definitely. Yeah. The the plot the plot is is just a lot of ways was different. Um because those two actually become friends. Right. And those two actually that those two characters actually become friends, which you don't normally see in these Christmas Carol adaptations. No, no, there's a very loose relationship between any of the ghosts. I mean, the strongest relationship that any of them ever have is Marley and Scrooge. And even that is a very, like, you know, very basic, uh, superficial, almost, uh, relationship. Um, So, yeah, so you've got, you know, a loosely kind of uh, Tiny Tim character, in the classmate of his niece, um, whose name he couldn't remember, <laughs> little Larry. Yeah, right, right. There was somebody just like him when I was tiny um, Tim. No, it's like little Larry. No, it's tiny Tim. No, it's like extremely little Larry. Yes, yes. Uh, and 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 that was the other part of this. Um, so I would say the closest thing that we have to this movie would definitely be Scrooged in terms of the comedic aspects of oh, it. Oh, definitely. Especially um, with the level of, of comedic actors you have in there. Right. Um, so, then you had Josh Hubbins. That was the character, the name of the character. Sorry. Josh Hubbins was the Tiny Tim character. Anyways, um, but yeah, so it's... But it's also very similar to, like, if you were to go to, like, the musical side of things... Uh, of like a Muffet's Christmas Carol, right? Yep. They've got the musical and the, and the things. So it's like, it's this weird kind of pulling together of like different aspects of a Christmas Carol. Um, and follows this, the quote unquote Charles Dickens script by any means. No, I mean, it's and I, loose, and say, but it's it's there, but it's not it's not uh, hard and fast by any means. It, it was they used it as a general guideline, and then they kind of put their own spin on it. And I would say, as far as musicals go, there's definitely enough music um, to to make you know that it's a musical vari- variation. But it's not overwhelming. So if you don't like musicals, you don't like all the singing, you're not it's not going to chase you away. And the songs are pretty catchy and. Ryan Reynolds and Will Ferrell are, are complete idiots while they're singing it and they're goofballs. And yeah. Stuff, so it's still entertaining. And like you say, the songs are kind of catchy. They're not annoying and dr- they don't drag on. So I, it, it's still worth listening to, even if you're not a musical fan, which I actually am. I love musicals, but, but not a lot of people are, or not everybody is. Anyway. And they, they don't take the, like the whole point uh, is that they're kind of like making fun of themselves. Right. As usual. And it's a, another song really like like that kind of you know almost like i said fourth wall breaking type of type they of do that a lot yeah they break the fourth wall quite a bit like ryan reynolds likes to do in any character he plays. right yeah um so so yeah again the basic plot loosely follows the christmas carol um biggest change you know you've got you know the ghosts of christmas past future present but they're they're kind of they're in order but they're kind of like the story, them and don't see them again yeah, for the rest of the mo- movie. It's like base. It's like an its own business to try to change people's hearts. 
And the biggest thing at the end, I guess, Mickey, you were you were going to touch on this, but the biggest plot twist at the end, so to speak, is in the original Christmas Carol, it's, you know, Scrooge wakes up and he's like, I'm a changed man. I love, you know, Merry Christmas, everybody. Like, that's not really the way that this ends, though. No. And and in and in fact, uh, part of the reason it does end the way we already kind of described is because at some point, Will Ferrell's ghost character appears to uh, Ryan Reynolds' character's assistant, who's you know questioning her own decision making because she he's she's yeah. got to be evil and make all these harsh decisions. And she's Kimberly, like, uh, played by Octavia Spencer, yeah. right? And and she she not she doesn't like having to be that person. And Will Ferrell appears to her, and there's a chemistry there. And it turns out that they kind of have. You know that he shows up and she sees him every time he shows up, and there's a little love interest there. And so, like you say, at the end, Will Ferrell decides because he's allowed to go back to living life and just die off like a normal human being, and he ends up choosing that. And as we said, Ryan Reynolds ends up taking over his role as the ghost uh, manager guy in, in this business we've mentioned. And what I liked about it's, it, it's is, a cool spin. It, and it's and it's a um, what I liked about that it was it was a realistic thing. It was like Rob was basically saying, "I just didn't want this kid to die." Like that was part of the whole like there was like a whole subplot about a mean tweet and you know all that kind of stuff. And I don't want this kid to die, so I'm going to prevent this from happening. Like, oh my gosh, you changed, you changed. And he's like, "No, I didn't really change. I just didn't want this kid to die." And like, yeah. kind of peels back that whole like frosted you know rose colored glasses view of christmas carol and christmas and a lot of christmas movies is like no people like people change but it's like you gotta you gotta work at it like every single day like it's not like you just wake up and you're a completely different person and that was the point ryan reynolds was trying to make he's like no i'm gonna be an asshole again on monday he's like i'll get over a choice i made one choice that made me you know that made might have been the right decision as far as being a humanitarian but I'm going to go right back to doing the, to being the, the dickhead I've been, if he's even really a dickhead, but right. doing the role that I've done in the past. I'm going to go he, right back to it. He basically says something about like my toxic, some one of my toxic traits is that I can, you know, justify or rationalize, you know, my behavior, you know, after, after this whole thing. Um, but so, so you had that aspect of it. It's like, no, I didn't really change, but I made a good decision, which was good, but we're kind of in between like nobody's like fully good or fully bad and then it comes out you know at the very end that he ends up saving will ferrell's character sacrificing himself right i think the biggest twist about that because you probably didn't see it coming just like i didn't see it coming is they let ryan reynolds reynolds die if that makes sense you know clint dies right and Marley's yeah, well, you don't, you don't, you don't, you don't necessarily see that coming because that's not typical. Usually, no. usually the character they're trying to save ends up being a nicer person and living a long life or whatever. But yeah, in this case, Ryan Reynolds helped save Will Ferrell's character as much as, much as vice versa. So, and they both chose to flip flop basically, and and like say Clint Barnes' character, he, he dies so that he can run the ghost, you know, business and. Will Ferrell comes back and takes over, basically takes, you know, becomes a, a live person again. 
yeah. that's that's a different spin that you don't see in any of these other movies, so it would have been hard to see that coming. Well, but it's also, again, just kind of like rooted in reality where Marley's character says, you know, the thing is, is like, I get it. You're upset that you died. Like, why did I have to die? But consequences to your actions don't carry the same weight. Like, if there's no consequence for you sacrificing yourself, you didn't really sacrifice yourself. Yep. You know, and it was just it was just really interesting spin on it. So he dies. He gets to see his 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 sister again, which was obviously a heartfelt moment. And he gets yep. to, you know, basically do his job, but in the spirit realm or whatever. And they um, do not to cut you off, but they do flash back a few times to his childhood as they try to explain how he's become this, quote unquote, heartless, you know, huge CEO type guy. And a lot of it had to do. Or he, he goes back to his childhood where, you know, their their mom was, you know, not always around and, and his sister ended up being there for him all the time. And right. And that's who he thinks of the most in the world. And so that's who he missed. And that's how he kind of became hardened and all that stuff. So, like you say, as goofy and funny and silly as it was with those two characters, there was some really, you know, hard meaning and, and there was some really deep deep thoughts that went along into this too that made you you know realize that there's a lot more going on there's some depth to this to this movie too you know right right it like it had a christmas carol message but it had it with a like it was like a weird weird, like like, right it almost piggybacked off of it and and uh yeah so but and and i mean i think ryan reynolds does a good job because it's not this isn't the only movie that's been a comedy with some serious undertones, you know, he's had other similar, you know, similar situations. Um, so I I had a couple thoughts about this though. Um, before, okay. So any other plot points that you wanted to, cause I kind of want to talk about how I felt about the movie and kind of some things that I thought were interesting about this. I just, I I like the goofiness of it. Like, like I always do and, and how they, you know, play off each other so well. And even the, even the lyrics of the songs were mm-hmm. kind of goofy and like they were making them up as they go, you know, and, it, and it, even the dance steps, there was a lot of choreography and those guys are not uncoordinated people, but I mean, and they didn't get into it as the background dancers, but there was, there was some time spent on learning the dance steps and everything. It was really well done as usual with those kind of guys is going to be, but like you say, it's funny. It's there's music. It's, it's, it's got the, traditional classic storyline but it's also got a cool spin and it's got a love story and it's got you know a f- feel good but it's also got you know like hey there's some truth to this real life stuff and and not, a, not everything's not always happy go lucky and you know hunky dory so you know a- along with good comes bad I, that's kind of the message i got a little bit with lo- some of those things we've described right and I, and i think that it was uh yeah, like you said, it was a good, it was a good mix of all those things, and it and it just was an interesting, you know, had a lot of interesting, you know, subplots and points. Um, Jimmy Jimmy Fallon's in it, you know, yeah. they do a little hey. cameo with him. Um, I don't know, it was it was just an interesting interesting <laughs> movie. It was definitely worth watching. Yes, um, I got a couple thoughts on it though. One, I think that this. 
I think because of the feud between Ryan Reynolds, the fake feud between Ryan Reynolds and Hugh Jackman, I think this was his attempt to be like, see, I did a musical too. Oh, I'm sure. (laughs) I think that was part part of it. Yeah, right. I'm surprised Hugh Jackman, you know, in in something. Um, But so there's that part of it. Um, I, I guess, but I didn't love it. I oh really thought it was a good movie. I don't think it's gonna be a your type of movie for me. Um, I don't know. It it was hard because we had this. We did that a Christmas Carol movie. We said they should remake a Christmas Carol the same way they made Scrooge, but modern. And this is kind of what they did asterisks right not yep. it wasn't bad like i said I, I i wouldn't say that it was a bad movie by any means by all means it's worth your time to go out and watch it it was just really hard for me as a as like someone who's read the book and like watched the versions of it to be like but this isn't what they were trying to do like i can't be mad at them no it was just like this weird, they weren't like, internal battle do- where it's like, it, yeah, it's they weren't not... trying to retell the story exactly, they right? And and it. I and I I know that rationally, I know that, but, but no, that's not that's no Marley doesn't do that, like and 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 so there was that kind of like background of like, uh, but it was good. I like that they took a different spin on it. It was just different, and that kind of and just you was like, eh. As and as we've, I mean, we haven't done a whole lot of Will Ferrell movies in this because he doesn't do the, you know, superhero type movies or whatever. But you, you don't necessarily talk about Ryan Reynolds and Will Ferrell in the same light as I do either. So they're not necessarily. While you'll never downgrade them or say they're anything other than talented, they're not necessarily your favorite actors. Whereas Ryan Reynolds is one of my favorites, so I go into any movie he's in, probably liking it more than most people anyway, or you know than people who aren't as big a fan but so i I mean i get that too maybe the actors weren't the big part of it like you said because because you're such a fan of the traditional storyline but because of those two guys and how much i love them and anything they do i was gonna like it no matter what and conversely i'm not the huge fan of the original christmas carol as you are either so we come at it from different angles which is why you didn't like it as much as I did, probably. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And, and like I said, I mean, I think that they, they did a good job. It was a good movie. Right. It was just not just my wasn't of your favorite. taste as much. Yeah. Yeah. Um the musical aspects of it, I I like specific musicals. And I I think that's the best way to put it. I don't like most musicals. Right, you liked Hamilton I, a lot. I know that. I liked Hamilton. Um, I like certain musicals. I just the it it and I and I go back to it. I think we mentioned it in the musicals episode. Just I'm I'm the type of person that like I have a very like you know this engineering mind of like we need to get to point A to point B. Let's move along the plot. Why are we sitting here in the middle of the street having this whole song and dance? And right. you're not, you're not, you're not moving the plot along. And I, but then it was also just like, it was 
it almost felt like they were like in and I know this is what musicals are, but it was forcing. like yeah, they were forcing it, but it was like uh, it was almost it felt like it was a um, in that aspect, it felt like a Disney movie. Oh yeah, I know because of and the like songs that got inserted at certain times, and again, not a bad thing. It was very cool to see all that happen. It was just like, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I don't know if they would have just kept it a strict just movie and pulled out the musical part. It clearly wouldn't be the same movie. Right. I don't know that it would have changed my mind on it though. So it's like, you know, I don't know. I, I, I wrestle with it. Now that you've said that though, even in some of the other musicals I've watched, there are times and I, and I like musicals. I appreciate musicals like fan of the opera uh, um, rent. I mean, I, I like some of them that are you know wildly popular. I like a lot, but but on the other hand, there are times where it's like, okay, they're getting to a really heavy point, and they're like, you know what? Let's sing about it. Like, no, we don't need to. I think the point's been shoved, you know, shoved in our face and put right there. Now singing about it is kind of kind of downplaying the whole point. Like, we don't right. need to sing about it. Let's, you know, this is a serious, heavy, heavy moment right now. Singing about it almost kind of ruins it a little bit so yeah. I, I know what you mean I, I get that feeling once in a while too when I watch those kinds of shows right and it it was like I don't know I, maybe maybe it was partially like I was you know I was watching it and I I watched it partially one night and then watch it you know partially the next night and was slightly distracted for the first part of the movie and maybe that was part I think I want to rewatch it eventually. I think there's going to be Me a too. lot of like little nuanced things that I missed on the first watching, like most. Oh, movies, with any but... Ryan Reynolds movie, yeah, for sure. Yeah, but um, yeah, I don't know. It's uh, it'll be it'll be interesting uh to see if this if this does become one of those, you know, uh, Christmas classics, so to speak. You know, well, I, I think I... that there's a possibility of it. But... I don't. I don't know that. When I watch Ryan Reynolds or Will Ferrell, I expect either one of them to break into song, mm-hmm. like, like even in Step Brothers, Will Ferrell's got the voice of a generation, or you know, he's he's this voice, he's got the voice of a of an, I can't remember how he puts it, but basically he's supposed to have this beautiful voice, and he does sing at the Catalina wine mixer. Yeah, uh, but but you just don't expect either one of those guys to constantly be breaking into song like, Oh, we just made a point. Let's sing about it. And I, right. It, it does kind of bother me because as funny as those guys are, I'd rather hear them telling jokes and being smart asses than singing. Cause neither one of them, even if, vo- uh, even if Will Ferrell is the voice of a generation, I, I don't know that he really is. So yeah. Well, and, and, and it fit in step brothers, right? Like he's being right. goofy. He's right. being serious, goofy, right? That was his role. Yeah, he was. You know, to be such a great singer. That's what it, one of his talents was. And so, um, yeah, I, I, yeah, I don't know. And and again, not a bad movie. I don't, I don't want anybody to think that you know I didn't enjoy it. I, I think it was you think cool. it's a bad movie. I'm getting the feeling you think it's a bad movie. <sighs> Just call me the Grinch. Just call me <laughs> what, what Ebenezer. Call? Yeah, Scrooge. Call me, call me Scrooge. Call me uh, un unredeemable is that what they labeled their files yeah i think that was the word they used yeah i do i do appreciate that like i said the jokes that came out of it the the, like comedy of it i mean the whole like good afternoon 
that whole set. Oh like, yeah, that was that, that was, was hilarious. You, yeah, that's I forgot about that. Good point. I um, like that. I want to start know, saying that to people. Actually, <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, and <laughs> the point and, the point we're making is that at one point I don't know if this is even true or not, but they said way back when at, in those old times. Good afternoon was actually an insult to people. I don't remember what their reasoning was behind it, but basically it meant it meant f you. So yeah. they have a whole song where they're saying good afternoon, and and that was pretty funny actually. So yeah, I I forgot about that. That's a part I liked a lot. Something that I was thinking about today too that I did like about this because you know how I love like world building and character development and all that kind of stuff that kind of goes into good movies Definitely. and good like trilogies, series, and all that kind of stuff. But what I liked is, like, it was backstory and, like, a lore to Charles Dickens' A Christmas Carol. Like, it made it so it was, like, fact, like, in this movie, factually, and it's still happening today. Like, Ebenezer Scrooge was a real person. These ghosts really came to him. And now he's, you know, like, it kind of... It was like this world building in a way I did not expect. I guess, right, it actually refers to, to that story. Yeah, right. So it was like it was it was different because in all these other movies, they're parodying, you know, and like adapting, you know, doing an adaptation of a Christmas Carol. This was like a Christmas Carol happened in this universe. Back in the 1800s or whatever, London, and now, like, that tradition of having three ghosts come and change your life is still continuing to modern day. That aspect of it, I thought, was very interesting, how they were able to, like, take it and, and like I said, just kind of do this, like, um, like you know, I guess the best way to describe it, again, is world building. You know, they, it was, it was right. a war. It wasn't, it wasn't just a, this is another version. It was like, no, it happened again. And we referred to the first time it happened and it's been happening ever since. And this is why it's the it universe. Like yeah. you said, it's a business where these ghosts do this to many different people who need to be wakened up or, or woke, sorry, woke. So yeah, that, I, I didn't think of that either, but that is a good point. Normally it's just the one time thing. This was kind of saying, yeah, we that was the first time we did it, and we've been doing it ever since. So that's it's kind of cool how they created a universe like that. Yeah. So. Yeah, I agree. I think that's that's something I kind of got. I'm sorry you thought it sucked so much, and that you thought it was such a bad. Oh wait, you said bad movie a bunch you of could, times, but you, every time you said it wasn't a bad movie. I think I you. I misunderstood. I think you could write news headlines for mainstream media nowadays. <laughs> hated this movie tells ryan reynolds he can kiss his ass said bad movie at least 10 times in his review yeah. and he <laughs> and he threatened ryan reynolds life right yeah or not or the opposite exactly. i guess so uh, no again those guys are talented i think they did a good job it just it was just a little just a little different for me and it wasn't my favorite but it wasn't my least favorite. I mean, you know, there's right. plenty of worse movies. There's plenty of worse movies, and there's plenty of worse um, attempts Christmas at movies. Right. Christmas movies that you could be watching. Oh, for sure. If you like, if you would like to see some, go turn on the Hallmark Channel and get back to me. A Star Wars Christmas special. <coughs> right. Sorry. 
Yes. Yeah. Yes, exactly. I would I would put this above that movie. <laughs> right. And I love Star Wars. We both love Star Wars, so that's saying a lot. But yeah, this wasn't of your taste necessarily as much as it was of mine. It, like and again, it's not my favorite movie of all time, but I enjoyed it as maybe not even as much as I thought I would with Will Ferrell and Ryan Reynolds being in it, but but I also expected some cheesiness. So I wasn't totally disappointed. I thought it was good, and I would watch it again. Um, yeah. I must. I might have liked it a little more new, but it's definitely worth seeing. You may never ne- need to watch it again, but it's it's entertaining, and, and it and it makes you think. And it's you know, and it's musical. It's 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 got a little bit of everything. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's the best way to put it. To describe this movie is to say it has a little bit of everything. Right. And Octavia Spence was really good in it too, and she's actually got a better voice than I would have thought. Yeah, for some reason I thought she was in another musical. I don't, I don't remember, but she's been in some really good movies. She was got the power of the internet. Let's probably use it. We've got computers in our hands. That's right. Really stepping up in the world. Um, I actually, she's won an Oscar. She's been nominated. Won one Oscar, 41 wins, so Oscars and other wins. 98 nominations total. Yeah. Hidden Figures, The Help, The Shack. Right. Those um, first two are really huge movies. They're both really good, too. Fruitville Station, Thunder Force. That was that, like, uh, like joke action hero, you know, superhero movie. She's even um, in one where she played... She- like plays the villain in some kind of horror flick like called mom or something like that ma yep that's right yeah Yeah. she was also in the sitcom mom she's one of the recovering alcoholics Mm. um goldbergs yeah she's she's definitely have has a a hell of a career yeah um i did one of the things that i loved though was that whole um that one, that one line Will Ferrell has where he's holding his hand and he's like, "Back when I was dating, this was third base." Yeah, <laughs> like, uh, pretty much. Um, but anyways, I guess anything else? Like final thoughts? Were you know? It, it, again, I think we covered most of of what needed to be co- covered. We're going to try to do at least one more uh, holiday Christmas uh, episode, uh, probably next week sometime. And it's nothing's official, official, but we're thinking Violent Night. Yeah. Um, if we can, if we can get it, get, uh, get to the movie theaters to watch it. Um, I guess, yeah. Anything else that you wanted to include or or talk about with this one, Mickey? Oh, I think we covered it pretty well. Most of the main points and things that are of interest. Yeah. Uh, so I, I okay. think we did a pretty good job. Sounds good. Uh, and uh, as we always like to say, getting old is mandatory, but growing up is optional. Thanks, guys. <laughs> what kind of creepy person do you have at the end of your show now? Hello. Hey, how's it going? Pretty good. How are you doing? Good. Better better than I was about a week ago. So yeah. Finally start finally starting to get my uh 
taste and smell back. Oh, you did lose it. Yeah, the, the when I had it last time too at the like beginning of the year, I I lost it too. So oh, I because I thought you said you didn't feel that many symptoms, but but other than a cold. Yeah, when I was when I probably when I first talked told you about it, yeah, but oh, yeah, it, and there was like a two two day stretch there that Mikhail and I were both like achy and just not not doing the greatest. So kind of kind of understanding the cycle a little bit more now is like starts out like a cold and then by the middle of it it's like you kind of get hit the hardest and then it kind of tapers down towards the end of it because i think technically let me think about this for a second my five days were up yesterday today was the first day or yesterday was the first day i could go out in public with a mask so then saturday Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, I guess until Wednesday, technically I need to wear a mask. So it's kind of like getting, getting past the, the worst oh, right. part of it by now. So I didn't like other people I know who, and maybe this is a different strand or whatever, but that I know who lost their sense of smell or taste, lost it for a long time. So that's cool that you only lost it for a couple of days. Yeah. No, I, and even, even though when I got it the first time, it was like, it was a couple days and it was like, it was the same reason because I, I thought I was smelling for poop and I didn't smell anything. And I did, I'm like, Oh, I must not have pooped. And then I looked later and I'm like, no, they definitely pooped. <laughs> and it was like, Oh, Oh, okay. And then I started like paying attention to while I was eating and drinking. And I'm like, yeah, no. So it, it might not be the best thing for the girls, but in some ways losing your sense of smell isn't the worst. No, that's the thing. Is like <laughs> I was trying to find the silver lining in all this. There it is. I can't smell baby poop. Yeah, exactly. Trust me, there's a lot of it in this house. Oh man, Cody used to get it all the way up to his neck. Like, what are you? Do you have a shit rocket in your ass? I don't understand. And it was yeah. colors under the sun I've never seen before. So, <laughs> and you got twins. I can't imagine. Yeah, they they've pretty much gotten. <laughs> We had it where it was like explosive for a while there. Right, right. How do you get it to like, your neck? Well, like, like not only just that, like, and that, and that wasn't. It, there, we have had blowouts, but it wasn't like insane. But more so, like, we'd be changing them, and it would be like a <laughs> missile went off, or like a, like one of those like, um, like Explosion. you know, like those paint bombs that go off when you pull the fire. <laughs> oh yuck. Uh, it was like a mist all over, and <laughs> like special yeah. effects coming out of their ass, pretty much. Right, They're making right. a movie out of their buttholes. <laughs> I'm not that bad of a dad that they're going to be making movies in their buttholes. Okay, come on, give me a little more credit. Hey, than perv, that. that's not what I meant. For once, you're the one being a pervert. <laughs> you're rubbing off on me. Well, that's a bad choice of words. See, now we're back. <laughs> All right. So, but yeah, so doing a little bit better. I mean, it's just, I just feel like a lot of pressure at work right now. There's so much. It like, is that busy, huh? I know you said well, it's busy, but. It's like a specific client that the that, that company that they're, they had that fire. So now they're just like setting these like unrealistic, you know, deadlines. Like, what are those? Is, it needs to happen. And it needs to happen, no matter what, whatever we can do. 
Thank God you worked at McMahon as long as you did, so you got very, very used to that. Well, the problem is, though, at McMahon, I would work late and work early and put myself through that, and I kind of got to the point in my life where it's just not worth it anymore. Yeah, yeah. You know, and and not to mention, like, I can't. Like, it not, like, you just can't when you got kids this young. Like, right. Unless I'm gonna, I mean, do what Dan d- did and fucking work, you know, starting at like seven till ten every night. Right. Screw that. What kind of life is that, you know? Right. Uh, yeah. I don't. I will never. On my deathbed, I will never say I should have worked more. Well, we were driving down the highway, and Spectrum was saying that they were hiring for twenty bucks an hour. And I'm like, yeah, my dad said that. I'm like, if I get fired, I mean, not that I'm going to. I mean, I'm not even close to that, but. If I get ever get fired, it's not like I'm not going to find a job soon. Are they are they being understanding that you don't necessarily have all the time to get these deadlines? I mean, the time to put in overtime or whatever. We've there's never been like any conversation about it. Oh, because it sounded like this place was more understanding than McMahon. Yeah, bullshit like that. yeah. Oh no, for sure. It's definitely me putting the pressure on myself and oh. like. So looking no at what's realistic and what's not. So no so. one's like putting pressure on you and threatening you or anything like that. Mm-mm. Oh, okay. No, on the on the contrary, actually, um, we we're looking at something that need that needs to get done this week, and my boss was like, "Well, is there other things? You know, you you you've been your your time has been really fractured. Can we push off some of these other things so that you can focus on this?" He actually and tries like, to help problem solve. Holy crap! Yeah, there's bosses like, that do that. Like I, they they're they're rare, but every <laughs> once in a while. Um, and then he even goes as far as to say, well, when are you off for what vacation are you taking or what are you around during Christmas? Like basically like, you know, we need to take that into account, like your time off in the scheduling of all this. All right. Not like, Hey, you should probably work this weekend or like, like, Oh, well, are you working from, you know, six till seven at night? Like, that kind of stuff and right. it's not like it's the the attitude is just not there and so they're, they're not trying you know. to guilt you they actually understand that you're a human being with with a life and family and stuff i'm more afraid of disappointing or like getting a getting a talking to from the pms than i oh. am from my own boss all right so that's kind of yeah, I, I get that know. yeah but i don't know so it's just been a really stressful week because you're, you're trying to trying to balance everything that just goes with being in quarantine with your family of five. Right. And then it's Christmas and it's a toddler and it's everything else. And so it's like, I don't know, tomorrow I was supposed to go to a doctor's appointment. I had a day, half day. I I rescheduled my doctor's appointment because there's nobody to watch the kids all day. Michaela's can't cancel her clients. Like her, her, situation is just different she can't just like cancel them and so i mean she could but it's like then she wouldn't see them for like so many weeks and it's like a whole deal but anyways so i'm taking a half a day and i'm working half a day and i'm like gonna get up early try to work a couple hours before the babies wake up and then work a couple hours while they're while they're napping and like do all this and it's just it just gets to gets to you you know i mean it, it would be one thing if like right now we're like you know, at a normal pace and I could just like plug away at like one job and like 
just keep getting progress every day, but it's like this and this and this, and then we got a deadline and then you got to get answer this. And then here's an email, you know? And so it's just, I don't know. It's just been, it's been really stressful. And like I said, it's, it's to the point where it's like, I just, <laughs> I don't know. I, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm to the point where I'm going to do the best that I can and wherever the chips land is where the chips land. And at the right, end of the yeah. day, that's all I can do. That's a good attitude. I mean, first of all, I think the girls should start pulling their weight and maybe get a job or something, for Christ's sake. I mean, how, well, yeah. they got to be in this world before they figure that out. But I mean, Joy talks my ear off already. She should be a telemarketer or something. Right. Joy's got the personality, and the, and she's smart. She should be figuring this stuff out. But uh, I yeah. tell you. Right. Uh, you and they cost the most out of everybody. <laughs> between daycare and diapers. and I mean, come on. I don't – and I honestly – She's a sweet little girl, and I I love her to death. But I don't think she even thinks about any of that stuff. Mm, I tell you, not even a little bit. She'll <laughs> she'll take the she'll take the change out of out of my my front console in my car, and like take it and be like, "Can I have this, Dad?" And I'm like, "Sure, you can have my money." She's like, "Oh," and then like my radio's busted right now in my car. You need to buy a new radio, Dad. Why didn't you buy a new radio yet? I'm like, "With what money?" And she's hey, like, "Well, you, you just, just make money." You make money at work, just make more money. I'm like, well, what are we going to use for gas then? <laughs> well, I don't know. Just make more money. Just make more money. <laughs> Man, oh, God. Why? I don't know why we didn't think of that. It could be that easy. Yeah, oh, right. Jeez. Well, like and, you and said, it's man. like I can't even get a second job. That's the right. worst part about it. Like, I literally have no time to right. like, even yeah. do that. Like, you couldn't even. Yeah. Go, go give plasma. Okay, let's okay. see how the plasma center deals with a three-year-old running around pulling at everybody's lines. You know. Right. Well, I mean, as it is, you're already probably tired and beaten down. Now you're gonna give plasma, which kind of makes you weaker, doesn't it? Yeah. Right. No. It's well. That's the thing. Is like you can't even like. I don't know. It's like, <sighs> anyways. Well, like you said, man, I mean, it, uh, good luck. I, but, like, worrying about it doesn't do you any good, so you got a good attitude about it. Like, do the best you can, and shit yeah. always works out, you know? Well, that's the thing that I got to remember is, like, I've been I've been putting this, like, I've had this type of anxieties, like, ever since I can remember, like, right. since I was in school. Well, I think everybody I've gotten, has some of that. And I've gotten this far. And like, you know, thinking about back when I was in Kansas and like all the stress I went through, like working at that job, like I got through it. I figured right. it out. Like right. it's going to work out. It's going to, you know, but it's like in the moment you just feel like, oh, my God, you know. But anyway, Yeah, a couple, yeah. a couple of older guys that I used to work with a couple of jobs ago would always, you know, and I mean, like you say, most people can't come to this understanding to, to ease themselves, but tomorrow always comes you know that's what i always tell myself like it's not worth getting worked up because hey that doesn't do any good that wastes time and t- you know yeah and and nowadays like when i was younger it seemed like deadlines were concrete but now they always seem to be able to pull mcmahon that happened all the time so well and i think that's probably because the deadlines when you were younger were realistic more, right exactly oh shit like they'd be like, okay, we're gonna build this building, and it's gonna take two years. Okay, right. we'll do right. it. We'll, yep. we'll meet that deadline. Yeah. And now it's like, hey, can you do this in three days? Like, right? What? Well, no matter how good you do it, no matter how fast, no matter how great, the next time it's still got to be better. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's yep. So. Yeah. 
I don't know. Anyways. That's a conversation. Right. Yeah. Right. So. All right. Well, um, yeah, I guess. Now let's talk wanna... about Krampus. Yeah, let's <laughs> let's talk through that. Um, I'll, uh, I'm, I, I guess, is do you have a preference in which one you want to cover first? Because I, I don't know if I want to start out strong or end strong. Because there was one of them that Christmas Horror Stories was definitely the weaker of the two movies. Right. Maybe we start with that one and get it out of the way. Okay. Yeah, that's fine. That works. Um, and we're gonna do a full episode. So do you? Yeah, I got I got a lot of news because I don't. I okay. can't imagine with these two movies we'll be talking all that long about them, right? No, no, I don't think so. Um, so I got a lot of news that we can go through. And I mean, I'll awesome. try to go through by through fairly quickly, but we can talk about what things as I go too. You know. Yeah. Right. And um, I can. I can kind of throw it in there. Um, Kale and I, because we haven't had a date night in a while, we actually went to uh, the new Avatar movie this morning. So, oh, yeah? So I could talk about that a little bit, at least, like, that it was good. And, yeah, so. I think I I think I might. Uh, I thought I mentioned it, but maybe I don't. Yeah, it just came out this weekend, so. Right, but I thought maybe there was a release. No, I don't think I did. We didn't post it, obviously, so. Yeah, you can, no. we can talk about that, too. Okay. All right. Sounds good. I'll right. uh, send you a link here in a little bit. Okay, man. Oh. Okay. okay. Bye. Bye-bye. Hello. Hey. How's it going? Pretty good. How are you doing? Good. Better better than I was about a week ago, so. Yeah. Finally start, finally start getting my uh, taste and smell back. Oh, you did lose that? Yeah, the, the when I had it last time too at the like beginning of the year, I I lost it too. So, oh, I because I thought you said you didn't feel that many symptoms, but but other than a cold. Yeah, when I was when I probably when I first talked told you about it, yeah, but oh, yeah, it, and there was like a two two day stretch there that Mikhail and I were both like achy and just not not doing the greatest. So, kind of kind of understanding the cycle a little bit more now is like starts out like a cold and then by the middle of it it's like you kind of get hit the hardest and then it kind of tapers down towards the end of it because i think technically let me think about this for a second my five days were up yesterday today was the first day or yesterday was the first day i could go out in public with a mask so then saturday Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, I guess until Wednesday, technically I need to wear a mask. So it's kind of like getting, getting past the, the worst oh, right. part of it by now. So I didn't like other people I know who, and maybe this is a different strand or whatever, but that I know who lost their sense of smell or taste lost it for a long time. So that's cool that you only lost it for a couple of days. Yeah. No, I, and even, even though when I got it the first time, it was like, it was a couple days and it was like, it was the same reason because I, I thought I was smelling for poop and I didn't smell anything. And I did, I'm like, oh, they must not have pooped. And then I looked later and I'm like, no, they definitely pooped. <laughs> and it was like, oh, oh, okay. And then I started like paying attention to while I was eating and drinking. And I'm like, yeah, no. So it, it might not be the best thing for the girls, but 
in some ways losing your sense of smell isn't the worst. No, that's the thing. Is like <laughs> I was trying to find the silver lining in all this. There it is. I can't smell baby poop. Yeah, exactly. Trust me, there's a lot of it in this house. Oh man, Cody used to get it all the way up to his neck. Like, what are you? Do you have a shit rocket in your ass? I don't understand. And it was yeah. colors under the sun I've never seen before. So, <laughs> and you got twins. I can't imagine. Yeah, they they've pretty much gotten. <laughs> We had it where it was like explosive for a while there. Right, right. How do you get it to like, your neck? Well, like, like not only just that, like, and that, and that wasn't. It, there, we have had blowouts, but it wasn't like insane. But more so, like, we'd be changing them, and it would be like a <laughs> missile went off, or like a, like one of those like, um, like Explosion. you know, like those paint bombs that go off when you pull the fire. <laughs> oh yuck. Uh, it was like a mist all over, and <laughs> like special yeah. effects coming out of their ass, pretty much. Right, They're making right. a movie out of their buttholes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not that bad of a dad that they're going to be making movies in their buttholes. Okay, come on, give me a little more credit. Hey, than perv, that. that's not what I meant. For once, you're the one being a pervert. <laughs> you're rubbing off on me. Well, that's a bad choice of words. See, now we're back. <laughs> All right. So, but yeah, so doing a little bit better. I mean, it's just, I just feel like a lot of pressure at work right now. There's so much. It like, is that busy, huh? I know you said well, it's busy, but. It's like a specific client that the that, that company that they're, they had that fire. So now they're just like setting these like unrealistic, you know, deadlines. Like, what are those? Is, it needs to happen. And it needs to happen, no matter what, whatever we can do. Thank God you worked at McMahon as long as you did, so you got very, very used to that. Well, the problem is, though, at McMahon, I would work late and work early and put myself through that, and I kind of got to the point in my life where it's just not worth it anymore. Yeah, yeah. You know, and and not to mention, like, I can't, like, and not, like, you just can't when you got kids this young, like, right. unless I'm going to, I mean, do what Dan d- did and fucking work, you know, starting at like seven till 10 every night. Right. Screw that. What kind of life is that, you know? Right. Uh, yeah. I don't, I will never, on my deathbed, I will never say I should have worked more. Well, we were driving down the highway and Spectrum was saying that they were hiring for 20 bucks an hour. And I'm like, yeah, my Fuck. dad said that. I'm like, if I get fired, I mean, not that I'm going to. I mean, I'm not even close to that. But if I get well, ever get fired, it's not like I'm not going to find a job soon. Are they are they being understanding that you don't necessarily have all the time to get these deadlines? I mean, that time to put in overtime or whatever. We've there's never been like any conversation about it. Oh, because you it sounded like this place was more understanding than McMahon. Yeah, bullshit like this. yeah. Oh no, for sure. It's definitely me putting the pressure on myself and oh. like. So looking no at what's realistic and what's not. So no so. one's like putting pressure on you and threatening you or anything like that. Mm-mm. Oh, okay. No, on the, on the contrary, actually, um, we we're looking at something that need that needs to get done this week, and my boss was like, "Well, is there other things? You know, you you you've been your your time has been really fractured. Can we push off some of these other things so that you can focus on this?" He actually and tries like, to help problem solve. Holy crap! Yeah, there's bosses like, that do that. Like I, they they're they're rare, but every <laughs> once in a while. 
Um, and then he even goes as far as to say, well, when are you off or what vacation are you taking or what are you around during Christmas? Like basically like, you know, we need to take that into account, like your time off in the scheduling of all this. All right. Not like, Hey, you should probably work this weekend or like, like, Oh, well, are you working from, you know, six till seven at night? Like, that kind of stuff and right. it's not like it's the the attitude is just not there and so they're, they're not trying you know. to guilt you they actually understand that you're a human being with with a life and family and stuff i'm more afraid of disappointing or like getting a getting a talking to from the pms than i oh. am from my own boss all right so that's kind of yeah, I, I get that know. yeah but i don't know so it's just been a really stressful week because you're, you're trying to trying to balance everything that just goes with being in quarantine with your family of five. Right. And then it's Christmas and it's a toddler and it's everything else. And so it's like, I don't know, tomorrow I was supposed to go to a doctor's appointment. I had a day, half day. I I rescheduled my doctor's appointment because there's nobody to watch the kids all day. Michaela's can't cancel her clients. Like her, her, situation is just different she can't just like cancel them and so i mean she could but it's like then she wouldn't see them for like so many weeks and it's like a whole deal but anyways so i'm taking a half a day and i'm working half a day and i'm like gonna get up early try to work a couple hours before the babies wake up and then work a couple hours while they're while they're napping and like do all this and it's just it just gets to gets to you you know i mean it, it would be one thing if like right now we're like you know, at a normal pace and I could just like plug away at like one job and like just keep getting progress every day. But it's like this and this and this, and then we got a deadline and then you got to get answer this. And then here's an email, you know? And so it's just, I don't know. It's just been, it's been really stressful. And like I said, it's, it's to the point where it's like, I just, <laughs> I don't know. I, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm to the point where, I'm going to do the best that I can and wherever the chips land is where the chips land. And at the right, end of the day, yeah. that's all I can do. Well, that's a good attitude. So. I mean, first of all, I think the girls should start pulling their weight and maybe get a job or something for Christ's sake. I mean, well, I yeah, they got to be in this world before they figure that out. But I mean, Joy talks my ear off already. She should be a telemarketer or something. Right. Joy's got the personality and the, and she's smart. She should be figuring this stuff out. But I, I yeah. Tell you. Right. Oh, you and gotta cost go... the most out of everybody <laughs> between daycare and diapers, and I mean, come on. I don't, and I honestly, she's a sweet little girl, and I, I love her to death. But I don't think she even thinks about any of that stuff. Mm. I tell you, not even a little bit. She'll, <laughs> she'll take the, she'll take the change out of, out of my, my front console in my car, and like take it and be like, "Can I have this, Dad?" And I'm like, "Sure, you can have my money." She's like, oh, and then, like, my radio's busted right now in my car. You need to buy a new radio, Dad. Why didn't you buy a new radio yet? I'm like, with what money? And she's like, well, you you just just make money. You make money at work. Just make more money. I'm like, well, what are we going to use for gas then? (laughs) Well, I don't know. Just make more money. Just make more money. (laughs) Man, oh, God. I don't know why we didn't think of that. It could be that easy. Yeah, right. Well, like and, said, and it's man. like I can't even get a second job. That's the worst <laughs> part about it. Like I literally have no time to right. like, even do that. Like you couldn't even. Yeah. Go go give plasma. Okay, 
Let's see how the plasma center deals with a three-year-old running around pulling at everybody's lines, you know? Right. Well, I mean, as it is, you're already probably tired and beaten down. Now you're going to give plasma which kind of makes you weaker doesn't it yeah right no it's well that's the thing is like you can't even like i don't know it's like <sighs> anyways well like you said man i mean it uh, good luck I, but like worrying about it doesn't do you any good so you got a good attitude about it like do the best you can and shit yeah. always works out you know well that's the thing that i gotta remember is like i've been I've been putting this, like, I've had this type of anxiety, like, ever since I can remember, like, right. since I was in school. Well, I think and everybody gotten, has some of that. And I've gotten this far, and, like, you know, thinking about back when I was in Kansas, and, like, all the stress I went through, like, working at that job, like, I got through it. I figured right. it out. Like, right. it's gonna work out. It's gonna, you know, but it's, like, in the moment, you just feel like, oh, my God, you know. But, yeah, a couple yeah. a couple of older guys that I used to work with a couple of jobs ago would always, you know, and I mean, like you say, most people can't come to this understanding to, to ease themselves, but tomorrow always comes, you know, that's what I always tell myself, like, it's not worth getting worked up because, hey, that doesn't do any good, that wastes time and, t- you know, yeah. and, and nowadays, like when I was younger, it seemed like deadlines were concrete, but now they always seem to be able to pull. McMahon, that happened all the time. So well, and I think that's probably because the deadlines when you were younger were realistic. More, right, exactly. Oh shit. Like they'd be like, okay, we're gonna build this building and it's gonna take two years. Okay, right. we'll do right. it. We'll, yep. we'll meet that deadline. Yeah. And now it's like, hey, can you do this in three days? Like right. what? Well, no matter how good you do it, no matter how fast, no matter how great, the next time it's still gotta be better. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's yep. So, yeah. I don't know. This conversation. Right. Yeah. Right. So. All right. Well. Um. Yeah. I guess. Now let's talk wanna... about Krampus. Yeah. Let's <laughs> let's talk through that. Um. I'll. Uh. I'm. I. I guess. Is. Do you have a preference in which one you want to cover first? Because. I. I don't know if I want to start out strong or end strong. Because there was one of them that. Christmas Horror Stories was definitely the weaker of the two movies. Right. Maybe we start with that one and get it out of the way. Okay. Yeah, that's fine. That works. Um, and we're gonna do a full episode. So do you? Yeah, I got I got a lot of news because I don't. I okay. can't imagine with these two movies we'll be talking all that long about them, right? No, no, I don't think so. Um, so I got a lot of news that we can go through. I mean, I'll awesome. try to go through by through fairly quickly, but we can talk about what things as I go too, you know. Yeah, right. And um, I can I can kind of throw it in there. Um, Kill and I, because we haven't had a date night in a while. We actually went to uh, the new Avatar movie this morning. So, oh yeah. So I could talk about that a little bit, at least like that it was good and yeah. So I think I I think I might. Uh, I thought I mentioned it, but maybe I don't. Yeah, it just came out this weekend, so. Right, but I thought maybe there was a release. No, I don't think I did. We didn't post it, obviously, so. Yeah, you can, no. we can talk about that, too. Okay. All right, sounds good. I'll uh, send you a link here in a little bit. Okay, man. Oh. Hey. Okay, bye-bye.